0: This Sunday's Gospel reading picks up right where we left off last Sunday in the sixth chapter of Mark. You can get the citation in our weekly bulletin or by clicking on the links on our parish's social media. The passage that we hear this Sunday describes an important step ahead in Jesus' first disciples' relationship with him. This isn't something that's just of passing interest about 12 people 2,000 years ago. What Jesus does with these people 2,000 years ago, he does through the power of the Holy Spirit in every generation of Christians until he comes again to bring earthly history to its conclusion. There's only one Jesus Christ. He absolutely summons, sends, and instructs us the same way he summons, sends, and instructs the first 12 disciples. 2,000 years ago, those disciples were free to respond however they wanted. So are we. One of them, Judas, ultimately rejects Jesus entirely. So, as you listen to this passage, if you're open to what Jesus wants for and from the 12 and us, wonderful. If you're closed to what Jesus wants for and from you, please continue to pay close attention. In the Gospel of Mark, the 12 have previously been chosen by Jesus. They've been called by Jesus to change their lives and to follow him. They have, up until this point, witnessed the ministry of Jesus, how he teaches and preaches and acts. They have been drawn into some of the mystery of the kingdom of God, the central teaching of all of Jesus' word. Now, at this point... They're commissioned. They were chosen, called, and now they're commissioned by Jesus. They're sent forth by Jesus. They're given an enlarged role by Jesus. They have Jesus' authority, some of his authority, delegated, delegated to them by Jesus. They're given a mission by Jesus. The mission is to do what Jesus does. And it's a very straightforward mission. He gives the same mission we can be confident to us. So I just want to run you through the basic points, four basic points about what this mission is. And this is for you to get out and do this week. You might want to write these down. Four points of the mission from this section of Mark. Number one, go out into the world as Jesus' agent. That is who you fundamentally are called to be and are now sent out to be this week of 2021. Go out into the world as Jesus' agent. Number two, exercise Jesus' authority over unclean spirits. Don't over-dramatize this. Don't go pouring holy water on your mother-in-law. Evil is all around us. All of us, in different ways, recognize what is evil on this planet. Exercise Jesus' authority over what is unclean in your word and your action. Number three, preach repentance. Help people know Jesus' call to turn away from their sin, to be faithful to him, to grow in God. Some of us are very familiar with that mission in our marriages, our families, with our friends, in the community. Other people can be intimidated by that. We can feel that it's too much for us. Usually that's because we haven't done it so much. So don't be intimidated, preach repentance, turning away from sin, growing in faithfulness to God. And then fourth, part of the mission, serve as an instrument of Jesus's healing power with people who are ill, people who are sick. That is should be easy for all of us because there are ill people all around all of us at every point in our lives. I'm going to repeat those four points on purpose. Your mission this week, go out into the world as Jesus's agent, exercise Jesus's authority over unclean spirits, preach repentance, and serve as an instrument of Jesus' healing power with people who are ill. If you intend to do that, which obviously I hope you do, be sure that you also note Jesus' instructions in this passage. These are not Jesus' suggestions or Jesus' points of reflection. He gives specific instructions as he sends out his disciples, they're very specific directions for the lifestyle of the people whom he sends. All of these instructions, obviously, are meant to free us and help us accomplish the mission. Jesus would not give instructions that do not entirely support the accomplishing of the mission. So four instructions, don't worry about stuff, the material dimensions of that mission. Just for a week, don't worry about stuff in pursuing the mission. Number two, get moving now. Right now, it's urgent. Number three, focus on where you go and where you are, not on your past, not on a future you may imagine. And fourthly, when you're rejected by people, acknowledge it and move on. Four straightforward instructions. Don't worry about stuff, get moving, Focus on where you go and where you are, and when you're rejected, acknowledge that rejection and move on. Everyone, I believe, can grasp those four points of the mission and those four instructions. And if you are willing to enter into this, you should have a very active full week ahead of living as Jesus' disciple. Here's just a closing note for those who might be inclined to ignore or reject this you hear this you can grasp it intellectually but you say for whatever reason this is not for me i do not intend to do that this week this liturgy i think encourages us to be honest about that rejection in the first reading that we heard it's about amos who is a great prophet in the 8th century before christ Amos is called and commissioned by God to announce to his people, to the people of Israel, that they're going to be destroyed in the future. And this is at a time when they're actually quite prosperous materially. As a result of that very unwelcome message, Amos is charged with treason and he's thrown out by his own people. What does Amos say in that experience? He says in the passage we heard, I didn't ask for this commission. I was a dresser of trees and a shepherd, and God called and sent me on this mission. I did not ask for this commission. I did not like this commission. Amos experiences a real passion in living this mission. And by living that passion, by living through that passion, he grows in the spiritual maturity to accept who God is. Who he is. He is nothing other than a child of God. He comes to realize that what God wants from him is good for him and it's good for the world. Even if he doesn't want it at a given moment, even when it is, involves the deepest passion, it is only good for him and it's only good for the world. There is no alternative God, there's no alternative path to salvation. So Amos realizes all of this, and he says, yes, he will accept and pursue the mission that God gives him. If you're a baptized Christian who doesn't want or like the commission that we've heard this week in Mark 6 from Jesus, that's who you are at this moment. But there is no alternative Jesus. There's no alternative Christian call or alternative Christian commission. It is for all of us in many different ways lived out, but it's for all of us. Anything we do to enter into that mission, that commission, is entering more in the path of salvation. You don't want to miss that. You should give this a shot.